Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello, hello. It is the COB for the 6th of October, a.k.a. Super Tuesday. I'm Nadine Blaney. Here with me is Scuddy. Hey, Scuddy, we've got one thing crossed off the list when it comes to the Super Tuesday, being the RBA uh, decision not to change monetary policy for now. Yes, not yet. Uh, been, I think, probably the more appropriate. So even uh, some of the, uh, the forecasters out there who don't uh, previously thought the uh, RBA would go and, uh, and ease policy settings. Now sound like they're starting to go and change their tune. Uh, big focus on jobs uh, in the uh, in the statement today. Uh, looking particularly saying it's a national importance to go and get uh, the high level of unemployment lower. Uh, tells me that there's a lot of uh, impetus to go and try and do whatever it takes. So maybe not today, but uh, heading up to that uh, that crucial November meeting uh, after the uh, the bank releases its uh, when it releases its uh, updated forecast. I think it could be on like Donkey Kong when it comes to further reasoning then. Well, so that makes for a very interesting Melbourne Cup day. Still don't know what's happening with Melbourne Cup, I don't think. But besides that, uh, November is now live. But um, yes, yeah, still there's those out there that didn't read it as particularly dovish. Still there's those out there that say, what's an extra you know, 10 basis point cut going to do when it comes to job creation, when it comes to confidence building? amongst businesses who are ultimately responsible for creating those jobs and for hiring people? Well, it won't do much, but uh, the job of the RBA now is no longer to be the facilitator of empower economic growth. It's uh, to go and uh, work in unison with other uh, fiscal policy. So uh, clearly that's a, a role where it comes to term funding facility. If you can go and lop off 15 basis points, make it a, a three-year uh, facility at 10 basis points, conduct quantitative easing to go and depress uh, no, borrowing costs of governments are further out the curve. So be it. That's what, uh, that's what RBA's job was is. And I don't see why you wouldn't want to go down that path. Uh, I was actually hoping they'd go today and do that Team Australia at the moment, but uh, not to be. But uh, we'll now listen to what the, uh, the Treasurer has to say later this evening. Yeah, well, there was that ongoing conversation about, um, you know, that the government or the RBA, sorry, wouldn't want to suck any of the government's air away from what's still to come. So we're going to timestamp this podcast we are recording it after the market close here in sydney so yeah clearly pre-budget so you may as well not bother to listen post you know post eight o'clock around about there tonight except for the fact i suppose scotty we we already know a lot of what's being contained in the budget yes uh it's resembling a bit of a sieve uh, camber at the moment the government is just leaking left right and center uh, so we have a really good under- idea what's going to be in that particular document of course uh josh freinberg could have the proverbial rabbit uh, to pull out of the hat a big bopper to go and really go and make the other uh, shock and awe go through it look that could be on but to me the biggest message that uh, the government has to go and sell now is the budget and the recovery story and how the measures being put in place are going to go and help build that recovery story. Uh, There's so much money being pumped out to go and support economic conditions. But if you don't have the confidence of the community and the business uh, leaders to go and actually use that, 
uh, that will go and not last too long. So that to me is a really key, crucial part. You know, selling the budget is always something that uh, the government has to do. This time, uh, we've talked about unprecedented events. We've talked about the most important policy document in 30 years since, the, yeah. since World War II. It entirely is. They need to go and make us now feel confident us. enough to yeah. go and be confident that uh, there's going to be brighter days ahead. To be confident, to spend instead of saving any further stimulus that's to come. To be confident if you're a business owner, leader, to go out and hire and know that there is a turn happening and that they will continue to support it going forward. We'd love to speak with the treasurer, Josh Feidenberg, tomorrow. Let him explain to us how uh, that confidence will be built. And hey, you never know, he might uh, make a guest appearance on AusBiz tomorrow. We will see, but we do have very extensive covers. So we made the decision, just to bring our listeners in, not to be live when a budget 2020 is handed down, not to do the instant analysis that you can get really very many places. Instead, we decided to you know, sit back, read the document, give it some thought and get in some really good guests for you tomorrow to help you digest it, not just from, you know, policy perspective or, uh, you know, what it what it will mean for different areas of the economy. Of course, that's part of the conversation, but we'll also be talking about what it means to you when it comes to investing, when it comes to, um, yeah, helping to form your macro view to help guide your investment thesis. So, yeah, we will uh, start by speaking with Infrastructure Partnerships Australia. We know that infrastructure is going to be you know, pretty big piece. So we'll be on air at 8.30 in the morning on ausbiz.com.au or via the app. And we'll speak with uh, Jennifer Westacott from the BCA after that to find out just how inspired this budget was when it comes to creating jobs and innovating. And we've got a huge budget panel lined up at nine o'clock. So we will have a panel of economists and that'll be followed up by, um, by you know, investment specialists, market analysts, and uh, that includes David Paradise from Paradise Investment Management and also Damien Bowie, a great mind there from Credit Suisse. So he'll tie it all up from you know, a strategic perspective, you know, macro, yes, but investments. And then, you know, it continues throughout the day. I don't want to go through the whole list right now, but um, yeah, hope we, you do stick with us through Budget 2020 and hope you appreciate, you know, getting getting the roundup tomorrow and we'll, um, we'll make sense of it all tonight for you, as I'm sure you'll be, you know, watching on one of the major networks of the national network yourself. Yeah, one of the advantages of having a bit of time to go and digest it is we're going to really get into the nuts and bolts of how it works. One thing that I've, having travelled uh, no, down this path before and done budget nights and the like, is that you're so crammed as a journalist trying to go and get as much information out as possible that often a lot of things are overlooked and you just skip straight to the headline figures. So we, we had to go under the hood. So I'm looking forward to uh, digesting that and a great lineup of guests tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, we had a good interview today with um, the director of Pitcher Partners Wealth Management, David Lane, today. So he gave us his budget. So you know, quote unquote shopping list. So areas of the market that he thinks will really benefit. If you'd like to listen to what he is uh, saying, you can access that interview via the show notes. Um, so that was a pretty good interview to, to sort of prep you, to prime you, to get some of those company names that uh, could stand to benefit from this upcoming budget. Um, but let's just, just touch on the market today, Scotty. So we did have a positive finish. I was a bit iffy. I didn't think sort of heading into lunch that we'd, we'd end up in positive territory. We put on about three tenths of 1%. Um, yeah, energy was a really big winner after that bump in crude prices. And we had a bit of M&A activity in the gold space. Yeah, so Super Tuesday delivered the uh, the merger of equals for uh, the super pit owners. So Saracen and Northern Star. So I'm not sure, I didn't actually see the, uh, the final prices, but I think they're- Well, Northern Star was the best performer. It was up by close to, um, to 12%. Yeah, um, 
Martin Crab, Sean Partners, was telling us it's Super Pit Super Merger. That's what he was calling it. Yeah, well, it's uh, no super returns for investors, and uh, they're taking all the uh, no, the synergies straight off the bat. Uh, you know, he was telling us as well. So big news in the uh, M and A space and the gold miners zone. There's more expected in that space. It's a hot one. I found the timing quite interesting because the gold prices had a massive run recently. So. Uh, some people will say that maybe that's a signal that the top is in, but uh, we'll find out soon enough. But certainly big M&A news in that space today. Yeah, we've had plenty of our guests sort of foreshadowing the fact that there would be M&A happening in the gold space. So yeah, it comes to fruition today in a big way. And uh, yeah, it's talking about more merger and acquisition, more M&A activity in that space in uh, the weeks, potentially in months to come. Okay, let's do the stock of the day before we talk about the U.S., shall we? For those of you who are um, always tuning in, they want to know what uh, Koshi and his guests make of a particular company. Today's company was Altium, A-L-U is the ticker code. It launched a new cloud platform called Altium 365. We spoke with, uh, we spoke with Howard Coleman from Team Investing, Gary Glover from Novus Capital. Here's what Gary had to say first. Revenue for the year was up 10%, which is obviously a pretty good in the current marketplace. I think the, there's plenty of cash, like 93 million in cash, is debt free. I mean, the earnings were, were up, but yeah. it was only sort of a you know, small percentage jump rather than a major. Um, the thing I don't like about it the most actually is the technicals. Every time I've had a bit of a sell down, the sellers have got, got pretty aggressive. Right. Um, and, and the buying's kind of a bit lighter in the volume wise. So just not seeing the commitment there that, that I'd like to see from a growth stock right on a big multiple like this yeah so just um i could see that 37 dollar level is a big price resistance point as well so just think you need to watch that stock around that level really needs to sort of close above 37 dollars comprehensively with a you know some strong volume there it's a business i would like to own more of if the p ratio got to more reasonable levels it's got high return on equity as we'd expect from a business that's not capital intensive its earnings per share been growing, although the last financial year was a bit disappointing compared to what they expected. Uh, got no debt, uh, as Gary says, cash on the balance sheet. So it's got all the basic requirements of a wealth winner, but at the moment, pretty expensive. So I would think in the long term, this company will continue to do well. And I would love for it to get down to the kind of PEs and share price that it was in March briefly. <laughs> Uh, so I could buy some more. Howard Coleman from Team Invest there. So Scuddy, um, if they want to buy that company at about 25, they must be hoping for some massive, you know, US election style volatility to bring us back to those levels. You got to think in the tech space? Oh, look, to be honest, uh, having some cash on the sidelines as well. Like I hope the markets tank as well, so I can go and buy in at depressed levels, but uh, we can't always get what we wish for. No, uh, we spoke with Alex Pikoulis from Lippmann Bergen today, Lippmann Bergen and Partners, I should say. He said, if any day encapsulates 2020, Today is the day. He gives us a list, but you've got to say that Trump, Donald Trump, the U.S. president, appearing on a balcony, very propaganda-like. They've produced a very slick video of him landing in the helicopter and making his way to the balcony, ripping off his mask. I mean, does it get more 2020 than that? I thought I was watching Olympus has fallen. Mark II was, uh, was all, all uh, very symbolic. And, uh, O-T-T. No, I'm going uh, to go out on a limb there. 
Yeah, but uh, it, was certainly, it certainly made for a few laughs around the office today. And uh, you know, maybe uh, whatever happens uh, in the future, maybe Trump could be an action movie hero. You know, we've seen in the past. With well, other... he's a reality TV star. Well, no, but he's I mean, making I mean, his own reality I mean, TV. I mean, action. No, I, you, know... you mean like Star Wars kind of action? Well, whatever. He's, <laughs> I he, am your he, father. He, he, well, he, like, he likes traveling around in choppers and everything else. So I don't know, maybe... No, Harrison Ford? Well, uh, who knows? Okay, we'll take this offline. It's a good interview with Alex. Uh, if you'd like to access that by the show notes, he talks about, you know, the polls and uh, what can happen if there's a blue wave and everything besides. But you've got to think, Scotty, that... Uh, Largely what will happen on U.S. markets tonight, a lot of the roads will lead back to the likelihood of stimulus coming either pre- or post-election. Yes, well, uh, at some point the stimulus has to go and come and uh, no, it looks like I'll be proven wrong again. So the markets tend to think that uh, we're going to go get a deal of some sorts delivered between the Democrats and the Republicans. But I've got to say, I reckon a lot of it's priced in now. The market has been rallying for more than a week on the, the premise that there's going to be some kind of deal. Uh, if they don't deliver something, well, cooey, it could be... Uh, could be some pretty gnarly days ahead, but uh, that could be, you know, we'll find out what happens overnight. But uh, certainly a lot of expectations have been built into that one. Keep your, uh, you know, your Trump Twitter feed uh, live because, yeah, I'm he'll turning, be on it. I'm turning my, uh, my notifications off tonight because given his tweet storm overnight, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to sleep. It was uh, no, 20 in an hour or something. Okay, we get jobs, uh, jolts job openings in the U.S. tonight. We get the U.S. Fed Reserve Chair speaking. He's talking about the U.S. economic outlook. So I don't think that there's going to be any big surprises there. They're pretty much all on point when it comes to, you know, a slow recovery, letting inflation run hot. We heard that from Evans last night. But, you know, Jay Powell is being called, you know, the real master of markets, the real man in charge when it comes to financial markets. So we will see. Always room for a surprise, I suppose. Kind of. But uh, he also tends to react quite uh, aggressively when Donald Trump goes and prods him to go and do something. So How high? I, I will just, uh, I'll just note that as well. So maybe the Don uh, has him in that effect as well. There's also been lots of chat on Twitter just about how often Donald Trump's proclamations come awfully close to the opening of the futures market. Um, yeah. Interesting times, people. Interesting times. Tomorrow locally again. A lot of it will be the wash up from the budget, but we do get the AI Group Services Index. So we'll be speaking with Innes Willix. He's CEO of AI Group. We'll be talking primarily about the budget, but clearly he'll be talking about services as well, because that is so key when it comes to the economic recovery here. And we'll get an insight into jobs and wages with the weekly payroll data. But are you still a little bit off that read, Scotty? Oh, look, it's a reasonable indicator. We saw the ANZ job ads out today, actually. No, it was a reasonable bounce uh, during the month. So, uh, no. Positive signs there, but we know that uh, no, it's very easy to go and get back a lot of the jobs that were lost, but it's that sort of 5-10% which are going to be very difficult. You think about you know, things in tourism sector, uh, trade exposed sectors, education and the like, that's going to be the ones that are going to be really problematic and that's where we need to go and have the government support coming through tonight. So when it comes to the budget, no, I hope that there's, uh, there's plans put in place uh, to go and really support those areas because by no choice of their own, uh, they're suffering the worst. So the government has picked winners and losers in this respect. So we must go and support those ones that had no choice in the matter. Okay, why don't we leave it there? Big night tonight, Budget 2020. Um, we look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Look forward to seeing you, Scotty. Likewise, it's going to be a big one. Uh, hump day's coming up, so it's, uh, I'm happy. I'm really excited as well. So looking forward to uh, being here tomorrow. Okay, see ya.